I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. No promises. Well, your funeral, I guess. Nah, you're coming down with me. Brand association. <laughs> you're, you're complicit in whatever I say. Nah. God, I can't believe we are a poo. <laughs> we what? We're we we're owed poo. Did you just say <laughs> we, eat, we eat our own? <laughs> we eat our own poo. Yeah. I can't believe we both do that. Me and you, these two guys right here. It's pretty crazy, right? What can I say, man? It's tasty stuff. I eat tasty things, I... and they taste just as good the next time. <laughs> I don't. I don't like poo. Whoa, I don't man, like come on, poo. man. <laughs> no, wow. I just get a load of this though. guy. Get a load of this guy. You get his turn. All right. Let's, uh, let's move past this segment and <laughs> start the show. <laughs> it's the best segment of the show. What are you talking about? Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, jingle me in and... Um, you are. Hi, team. Hello. Uh, welcome back to episode eighty-six of the Quick Resume podcast. We're a bit later than usual. We got busy lives. You know, sue us. It's what we have to do sometimes to, to keep this up for you guys. You know, our elated fans. It's true. Um, so thanks for coming. You know, um, which by the way, I'm not happy. I think I said this to you the other week, Tim. For so, like after two weeks ago our view trajectory was like really good mm-hmm. um nobody gave a shit about our reaction video to the, to the direct and nobody gave a shit about our, our podcast last week i don't know like i'm not crying over these numbers but sometimes you just look at the trends and the algorithm and stuff and you're like why it's i mean we're talking so like random. 100 views yeah you know it's it's small fry stuff but when i just quickly glance over it, i'm like what did what did we do differently in that episode yeah, well, I just think that's that's just what it is when you're this small. I just think it is just bursts of just randomness when it comes to light view rates and stuff. Like, I don't think there is it. There really is any pattern um, apart from uh, established, like you know, few people that we know watch. Um, yeah, it just seems random until and, and, and so you get larger. Maybe I just need to put your face in every thumbnail. Really? I'll bring in oh, the viewers. Does that genuinely do we get the views on the on the thumbnails which have my face in them? Is that a thing? I, I mean I haven't done that, but I mean I know it would work, but I just feel a bit uncomfortable with doing it. I know people click on faces, you know, that's just a thing. And I'm not talking about video games, I'm not talking about headshots, I'm not talking <laughs> about my KD, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a weird way to put it, instead of clicking on it, it's clicking on faces. <laughs> Somewhat, it's a, it's a personal, lot more sinister. Yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, all right. Well, if you haven't been here before, hi, my name's Deck. Um, that guy over there, that's Tim. Hello. Hi. And um, 
and we've got a lot to talk about today you know we that was it was you know arguably this is the this is the biggest xbox week since um since june since the showcase you know so we weren't we weren't missing this we we we've moved mountains for you to make this happen um so here we are lots to talk about really excited actually this is a really nice lean show so i think you're gonna appreciate this i know you like a lean show just like you like your your men <laughs> i i'm not sure about tonight so far all i've done is been insulted insulted like, you know i'm the i'm the producer right hi timmer Tim, I think the show might end early. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I didn't insult anyone. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with liking lean men. Don't fucking put me on the on the fucking. Don't make me walk the plank on this one, dude. <laughs> wow, you're going to get cancelled. And you know what? That reminds me of one of the stories we have to speak about today with Xbox getting cancelled. You know what? We're going to start with this. We're going to start with this. We're going to start with We're Xbox start being cancelled. We're going to start with Xbox being cancelled um, with Xbox going woke. Yeah, it's just it was too good of a segue to not to not take, um, you know, because apparently, you know, the the conservative right over in America decided that Xbox's uh, power saving modes um, was like, you know, is Xbox going woke, you know, Xbox because Xbox did this thing where they were like, if you're using, you know, the quick startup mode, whatever it's called, uh, it's going to boot up like half a second slower for everyone across the board, but you're going to say it's going to run at like half the energy. You know, it's going to take off or knock off a third of like the energy efficiently energy efficiency. Yeah. So it's good for your cool. money, good for the environment. Um, really, ha- there's no downsides here. <laughs> no, I don't see any so far. Imagine seeing that and being like, right, that's our story for today. X, but they're coming for you. They're coming for your ex. They're going to take it away. What do you mean? I don't understand. Tim, uh, you know a lot of a lot of the the conservative right operate on the slippery slope fallacy. You know, so that means that yeah. if if X happens, Y is going to happen. You know, so of course, of course if Xbox you know, make my console more price efficient and generally better for everyone around me. That means that the next thing they're going to do is take it away. <laughs> they're just going to shut it down. <laughs> All right. But what? I, what's the negative stupid. here? What I don't understand. What What are they being bashful? They're going to come you for you. You haven't been clear. They're going to come for you. I'm, this, this is just the story, man. I don't have anything to add. This is the story. They're going to come for us in in, in what sense? <laughs> they're going to come, like... It's up to you. It's, it's a matter of interpretation, really. You know. Well, what I'm reading here is they're trying to recruit your kids into climate politics. <laughs> well... By being consciously <laughs> more green yeah, like, with their that... energy. They... It's what they think politics. it's a form of brainwashing. Can you tell me what you think about the phrase climate politics? It doesn't make any sense. No such thing as climate it's like... politics. It's just it's it's just a case of saving the planet. There's no politics behind it. Yeah. They'd be it's like, just, oh it's... man, God, I hate it. I hate this murder politics, you know. Don't go stop, don't kill people. That's murder politics, that is. It's true, yeah. He's telling me not to kill people, which is kind of making me want to kill people. 
yeah, that's what that's what it is. <laughs> Must be all those vaccines we got on, but right. Okay. Oh, look yeah. at this. Look, Joaquin's yeah. popping off, saying that it's better time. You're welcome. Is he telling me off? Oh, no, right. no, no. You're welcome, Wacky. This is this one's on me because I forgot my laptop when I went to go visit my family <laughs> today. So that's why we're doing it later. We, we we have tossed up the idea of doing the show a bit later. Um, we'll see how we get on today because, like, you know, look at that clickbait. Like, th- this should be doing numbers, you know, by the end of the show. You know, so we'll we'll see how we get on. You mm-hmm. know, and we'll we'll inform the schedule going forward. I mean, I could do a slightly later show. Could could you? Uh, yeah. I mean, this. Yeah, I guess so. You know. Nothing stopping me from doing it as long as it doesn't go too late and start affecting me going to bed for work the next day. Yeah. No, we would never do it this late. I mean, ideally, the latest I'd do it is like maybe four or five for us. So, you know, three hours ago for, for Americans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm happy for you, Wikin. I'm happy you're not going to fall asleep in our show. I'm glad we won't bore you to sleep tonight. You know, yeah. we'll really try our best <laughs> to not lullaby you Kino, into your man. little doze. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so that's that xbox gone woke we're all climate politics uh activists um you know can i put that on my cv now what that i'm uh, i'm into climate politics because i've got my xbox i mean in energy saving mode. yes i think so i mean it sounds very sounds good advanced yeah climate warrior in fact Did you know and that sounds like a like a class like a world of war class isn't it <laughs> like i'm a climate wow. warrior <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, it does sound pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's going on the CV. Mm. Tim Heller, climate warrior. Yeah, I could see it. I remember when I was younger, one time I ran for two miles down a, a really long beach. The tide was out uh, because of a sandwich bag uh, blew out my hands. Um, and I grabbed it, and that was like my identity for a full week. That I that I was a climate warrior. Like for a week, I was like, "This is you all ran I do now." Two miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not well, sure like, you know like, how far two miles is. <laughs> I do, I do. I know how two mi- how long two miles is. Two miles is a lot to chase after a fucking sandwich bag. Why are you smiling like I can do that? Why are you smiling like I can do that? I did it well, when I was definitely like nine. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking could watch me. I'm an endurance runner. I'll keep going. Oh god, you do bad. What do you do? Fair. Stand around on a fucking field. <laughs> We're not having this debate. We're done. <laughs> you started it. I also run as fun. well. So fucking eat that. Debatable. Debatable. 20 minutes. What's the Ooh. next story, man? I feel like we're really there like isn't a story to each other tonight. <laughs> it's it's fucking late because of you. <laughs> oh, God. I'm joking, man. Vibes are good. Um, okay, well, actually, we, we skipped over the, you know, what you've been playing section, though. I, I, I suppose this is probably going to be quite short, but we should we should do it anyway. Um, let's not talk about iFi Rush here, Tim, if there's anything else you've been playing. Um, um, what else have I been playing? Uh, other than... No, I, no, I, I literally haven't. I haven't. I've been so busy this week. I, I really haven't done much gaming at all this week. Um, I don't even think I've done any cloud gaming. Like genuinely, I think I played like maybe a couple hours of games this week. Well, a few, which have been the game that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> and I almost bought, and I think I might have bought Marvel's Midnight Suns. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was on my phone. And I wanted to see if it was still on offer. And it, 
my only option was to download to my console. So I did. And now it's saying uh-huh. I have it. But it wasn't on sale. And I'm wondering if they just took 60 quid out of my account. Or if I just have like a free trial. I don't know. But it's installed. Right. Because I basically wanted to get it on the on the offer. But I'm not sure if I missed it or not. Uh, what was what was the offer? Uh, it was like 33 or 34 pounds or something. Um, oh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah, a quick and... price job, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Considering how well it's done, um, like review wise and selling wise, as far as I'm aware, it has done pretty well. Um, yeah, no, I was talking to my brother about it, and he said it's absolute. Like, he just says it's insane, and he was describing it all to me over the weekend and stuff like that. Um, and mate, the game sounds incredible. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Stay updated. I might make a tweet about it. You know, yo, see if I have it. That'd be pretty. Yeah. Crazy, not often yeah. I uh, I tweet everyone. So. <laughs> it's a moment. This is a moment to celebrate. Yeah. This is this you is know. a hell of a moment right now. Um, but yeah, apart from that, yeah, I haven't really been playing anything this week. It's been a very busy week for me. So yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't really know. Well, like in actual fact, our whole friend group has been dead because I was dying to play some Overwatch on Friday and nobody was around. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of just, you know, and then I, uh, when I was like, I, when I had some podcasts I wanted to listen to and I kind of wanted a break from Hi-Fi Rush and everything, you know, I didn't want to like blaster it. So I didn't, and you can't really play that when you're listening to something else, you know, because he's no. vibing with music. So I did actually boot up a little bit of Deathloop. That was kind of weird. I just thought, you know, with everybody talking about Red 4, you know, it's I'll boot up Deathloop and I'll just, I'll just go back and try and get a couple of achievements, you know, and just kind of see how I got on and, um, had a good time with that i did i got like four or five achievements i was like found a couple of things that i never knew existed you know that's just kind of how those games are they're so dense that you just you miss so much stuff mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah it was fun um but that's kind of the only other thing i think i've played this week i'm pretty sure i'm still i'm still i haven't really touched pentiment uh because Hi-Fi Rush has taken my time, but that's still on the backlog somewhere. But yeah, yeah that's kind of been it. So, nice. yeah, I've also been a bit of a busy boy. Mm. So I've had my full two weeks at uni, and then I'm back at work. With, you know, I'm into my work and uni uh, at the same time this week going forward. So I'll have to juggle that. So, yeah. speaking of juggling, Tim, oh, yeah. do you know what game you can air juggle people in? It's quite a few come to mind. Yes, there is. But I think the one you're talking about is Bayonetta 3. Mm. <laughs> keeping me... Sus- you know, like, there's so much suspension there. That's scary. <laughs> I had like extra long pauses. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what I want to do now here, everyone, is I, I want us to talk through kind of Hi-Fi Rush a little bit, you know, give it a bit of a review, talk about kind of the nature of it, and then I'm, we're going to swing back around and talk a bit more about the Developer Direct. Just, you know, we've already done our reaction to it. We gave kind of a mini review, but, you know, uh, now that we've had a bit of distance from it, we've kind of seen the reactions of the internet. Speak through that a little bit more and then go into the rest of the stories. Um, but, uh, you know, how, how could we not speak about Hi-Fi Rush? Because obviously mm-hmm. when the show concluded on the back of the reaction video that we did, which, by the way, you can go and watch it at Quick Resume, Crypto podcast forward slash video. I don't, I can't, I don't know how URLs work. You, you know, it's it's somewhere. We definitely like don't have our own maybe? domain. 
Which side of the screen am I? Why not? <laughs> You're the fucking producer. Do you know what I mean? Can you give us a domain? If you want to buy a domain, we can buy a domain, but we don't have one right now. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine then. <laughs> um, so, Hi-Fi Rush, Tim. Been in yes. development since 2017 mm-hmm. um, by the, you know, what even, is, is John Johannes, who's one of the other studio leads over at uh, Tango Gameworks. I think he led, he's led some of the other games. Did he lead Tang- uh, Ghostwire? Can't remember. But it, he, oh no, he didn't. Shingy did, the other guy. Um, so they these games have been were developed in parallel. Okay. So they started the same time, Ghostwire and Hi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been in development for a while. Um, it obviously was shadow dropped, and it's currently now sitting at an open critic of ninety. You know, about an hour ago, it dropped down from ninety-one. So it's teetering kind of the the lower nineties, which is pretty fucking insane for the type of game that mm-hmm. it is. Um, yeah. And, you know, I kind of wanted to just talk about how substantial this is for Xbox, um, really. Like, not only is it a clear hit, it's had the viral the virality that Xbox absolutely wants from a game, just really any game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, in a way that I think other games they've released could have, but didn't. Like Grounded, you know, I think could have, but didn't, you know, maybe because, you know, it had that whole preview period and everything. Um, and it's, you know, a lot of people are calling it a game of the year contender. So what, what now that we've had a bit of distance, you know, you've dipped your toes in a little bit. What are you kind of your thoughts about the release of Hi-Fi Rush into the world? You know, its significance to Xbox and, and how you what your kind of temperature is on this on this madness, on this rush, on this rush of madness. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's um, I kind of went blank. I don't know why. But yeah, it's uh, I think the whole way Sorry. they've handled the whole yeah the whole way they've handled this release and everything like that has been really really cool in my in my opinion i like the fact that they mm-hmm. kind of kept this under wraps and they like you know like no one was really aware of like did this game even like it, it did kind of have like a, a a title before this show didn't it like people were aware <laughs> hi-fi rush was a thing right or or not did we not? We knew with the logo leaked, yeah, um, a couple months back, and there were some kind of unsubstantiated reports that it was a a pentiment sized game, was what Grub said, and it okay. had the style of Jet Set Radio or uh, Sunset Overdrive. I think it was mentioned okay. that it was a rhythm game somewhere as well. I think, but okay. that was kind of all we knew. Yeah, yeah. So I I just think it's pretty cool that you know they managed to keep this whole thing just essentially completely under under wraps and hidden from the public eye um you know they they obviously knew when this started development uh, both on the idea and how it started looking in its early days that this game was going to be a bit of a banger right you know they were just like this is this is good like we like this uh we have a plan for this you know um obviously they had like a projected year of finish you know they were probably like you know this won't be finished till like late 2022 23 um, and I just really liked the way that Xbox played around it um, and just kept it um, kept it quiet and then used it as like a stealth drop just to, you know, just kind of just jet themselves to the front again, you know, like to the front of media and just get them 
back in the spotlight a little bit. Um, I think it was really smart. I think it was a really smart way of doing it. Um, and plus, that's literally never been done before. Like a game to get revealed, uh, shown, and dropped on the same night. Um, so it's like it's quite literally like made history. Like um, it's pretty. Uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. There, there is one other I can think of that you know oh. and arguably hi-fi rush and this other one are probably in contention for the you know the most substantial shadow drops of all time and i'm surprised you forgot on this one because you have quite a lot of hours in it was it <laughs> like outriders or something no apex oh yeah apex yeah yeah i do remember apex um mm. You know, that was a similar yeah. sort of thing, wasn't it? it? Just this is, and it's, you know, I think there's a degree of, there's been a lot of talking about this. Um, so Apex really came like, firstly, like games as a service, it you... came out without like a lot of the content it had planned for it. They kind of just pushed it out to get like a feel for the game. Like, but I mean, I guess it does well, count. It's not like a, they didn't release it as a full package game, right? What what do you mean? Oh, is that what you mean? You you feel it's like kind of different because it's kind of it's kind of a free to play service game that yeah, came out. It's, it essentially with minimal kind stuff of exa- yeah, exactly. It was essentially just like oh, let's just see how they react to this. Like it was almost like a preview, right? Um, you know, it wasn't like they just released like a full package game, start to finish, credits roll. You know, this is it. This is this is the final product. Um, so, but I guess it does count. I guess you are right. But yeah, and I, you know, I think there, you know, one of the important parts here, you know, for us to consider. Firstly, I guess is that it's important to note that that fit in Phil Spencer's interview. Interview, he said, you know, that um, it was Bethesda's idea to do the shadow drop. Firstly, which is great. So I'm glad, you know, yeah. that that's happening. They're still doing their thing, and they still have their strategies. That's great. Uh, but the second part is this kind of idea that you know, Apex Shadow dropped, arguably because there was kind of a lot of negativity that built up. It's like plaque, you know, it built up over the years because they were building a game that wasn't Titanfall 3. You know, everyone yeah. wanted Titanfall 3. And they went, it's not going to have mechs in it. It's not going to have any wall running. You know, it's going to be Battle Royale. Oh, not another Battle Royale. You know, it's yeah. kind of this um, negativity. And the Shadow Drop just allowed it to go in. Everybody played it and could judge it on its own merits without, mm-hmm. you know, any of that build up. Like, oh, I don't really like this. It's not yeah. Do you think there's kind of a parallel there with kind of Hi-Fi Rush? Like, do you think because it's an Xbox game, because it's uh, like kind of cartoony in style, um, because it's kind of coming from Tango and it's not, you know, a next big installment in terms of, you know, Mm. maybe the Evil Within or or whatever it is, uh, the the same thing would have happened if Hi-Fi hadn't been shadow dropped. You know, do you feel this was strategic in that it tried to avoid that negativity or do you think it was just a shadow drop for the sake of, of fun you know um i think it was yeah it's it's hard to say because obviously it's been in development for a while and back then you know xbox didn't exactly have like the best standing with the community so you know they probably would have got a lot of negativity if they did show this game off and stuff like that and people were just like oh you know it's not really my cup of tea, you know, it looks okay, but all this, you know, like they form their opinions by watching these trailers over time. And um, I, I do think it definitely gave it the edge it needed and probably was looked upon more fondly in, in everyone's eyes um, just from the fact that it was shadow dropped. Um, so yeah, I do think it was quite smart, but I don't think it was because they had doubt in the product or the game. I just think it's Xbox's standing at the time. 
I just think anything they would have put out would have been received with a with a bit of a pinch of salt and a bit of negativity and would have been scrutinized quite a bit. So I just think um keeping it under wraps just sort of avoided that all that toxicity that could have come towards the game a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, super, super interesting strategy. I definitely think it was the right call, but you know, now, now my only worry with like this sort of like shadow drop is that it's like people are gonna fall expect, off, you know, like a oh. big surprise every de- every developer direct. You know, that's my worry. It's yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess the casual, the more casual gamer might, but I think we is people who look into the industry a little bit and sort of follow it to an extent um a pretty i think we're pretty confident stuff like this isn't gonna happen on on a regular basis and we don't expect it to um but yeah i could definitely see the more casual gamer just being like oh where was the yeah where was the drop this year where was the what, yeah, that's, what right, that's it yeah yeah exactly yeah. you know like xbox is held to such a higher standard with this shit so it would be like that's my concern that now that they've like set the bar with this like you said it's kind of like this historic moment with with the with the success of it and what it is and especially xbox doing it with their new show yada 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 that if they don't do it now it's like oh you know rubbish show and i think that actually you know just i guess the ton of time to develop a direct conversation as well like the wider reception for the developer direct was was like okay to good yeah, pretty good in the xbox community everyone's like fucking ecstatic you know we were at the end of that show like the 8.5 that's yeah. a nine you know really high scores what it was trying to be high production value saw the games big surprises no waffle good mm-hmm. gameplay for the most part could you know good, nice release dates as well just everything mm-hmm. we so you know I guess you run the risk with with smaller shows of that happening, and especially you know if we come onto another show and they don't do a super mega surprise shadow drop, I'm just worried that you know <laughs> the, the core game and negativity will will gain momentum again and be like, oh, what was the point of that? I Not mean, even a secret shadow drop. <laughs> Not even a secret ninety yeah. open critic shadow drop. What's the point? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's it's such a feat for this to have has done as well as it has, and. That it, like that's that's the highest score like we were saying of like an Xbox exclusive for a very long time, right? Isn't it like since like well, it's definitely obviously this year, but like when was the last first party Xbox game to get over a ninety? Forza Horizon, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was about I was about to start laughing like it's been so 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 long, but it, you know, it really hasn't. Yeah, in. 2021, they'd Forza. In 2020, they'd Flight Sim. But I guess what you can say is that this is the most mass appeal 90-plus mm. they've had. Yeah. yeah, And it's weird to say mass appeal as well, right? Because you wouldn't have thought this game would be mass appeal. Um, and I think mm-hmm. I think stealth dropping it has made it mass appeal as well. Like Even if this game was dropping into Games Pass, if they announced it two years ago, had trailers, had lead-ups to it, I don't think it would have been nearly as mass appeal as it is. It would have been quite niche. It. You know, It would have been like, oh, this is a rhythm game. It's totally not for me. I don't do rhythm games. But everyone's just kind of drawn yeah. into the hype. I like music. And, yeah. I mean, I've never fucking played a rhythm game in my life. I've never played Hellraiser. I've never played anything. Like, you played I played Guitar. I played Guitar Hero and Patapon. Yeah, but like... <laughs> I, they're not really my cup of tea but you know i booted this up the next day and i played it for like three four hours and had an insane time um yeah it just it's so good 
Yeah, it feels it's so good. It, it <laughs> it's just, incredible. It just it feels incredible. Yeah, like it just plays really well. It's really responsive. It's really crispy. It, it's so pretty and colorful. It's so clean. And it's so polished. The voice acting is like phenomenal as well. The writing, um, the writing is good. Incredible. Yeah, exactly. Um, Genuinely funny. And just like the whole like cinematic of it all, like the like entrances for all the characters and the boss fights, you know, like you said, it's very mm-hmm. like Scott Pilgrimy, um, and it's very over the top, and you know, they they just weren't afraid to just really just go, just lean into it and just go wacky yeah. and wild. Um, yeah, it was really good, man. Um, it was. I'm still playing it. Um, yeah, it's 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 really good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, there's yeah. just so much visual flair isn't there like mm-hmm. they, they committed to they, they use like four or five different art styles throughout the game and they've got like that whole half frame thing going on in the cutscenes, you know like um into the spider-verse did it just yeah. makes it look so good like it's ripped out of a comic book page mm-hmm. it's awesome so i'll be interested to see what um we're obviously talking about the show and how the wider audience has received it and everything what about um what about everyone in our chat can I get can can I, can I get some numbers in the chat for what you thought about the show? Um, oh, if you watched it live, show. or if you watched it after, or if you just watched highlights or whatever, what kind of score would you give it? Um, I want to see I want to see what everyone says because obviously, if you watched our video, we, we we gave it pretty high scores, but it'd be interesting to see if we were drawn into the hype uh, if everyone else was as well. Or yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm doing a poll. Oh, you don't need to do a poll, Done. dude. They can just—I did it. I... They can just—they could have just typed their number. I didn't give it. I did. I didn't give it a title. <laughs> I just put numbers. <laughs> they literally could have just typed their number, dude. I don't know why you're making this. All right, yeah. <laughs> Thanks on a poll, everyone. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah. No. So I, I agree. Yeah. And because and, well, like people have done like Twitter polls and stuff, and you know, you know, with A, B, C, D, and you know, generally the consent, it's all over the place. Honestly, like generally mm. B edged out with a lot of these, but A had a lot of votes. Uh, C also had a lot of votes, and so did D. D had like the least. But I, you know, and I'm I'm paraphrasing. I'm summarizing from you know what I've seen, but that's generally how it how it was. Like some people. And like you go on like the Reddit threads and things like that, and some people were genuinely like, "What was the point in the show?" Mm-hmm. Other than you know, other than Hi-Fi Rush, you know, to disqualify it. Like other than Hi-Fi Rush, uh, ESO, yeah, don't care about that. Redfall uh, looks like shit. Um, Forza didn't get released yet. Do you know what I mean? People are like hyper focus on. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. If you're not interested in anything that any of those games, yeah, I guess you can give it a zero out of ten. I suppose. <laughs> like, I, well, what are we doing here then? Yeah, why are you watching a show that you're not interested in? But yeah, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you know, there was only like four games shown off, right? Um, so, yeah, if you weren't interested in any of those four, you're going to give it a low score. But then, yeah, that's not that's not really the show's fault. Um, but yeah, I can't see everyone's votes, by the way, because your big fucking chat box is blocking everything, and I can't vote without signing in, and I don't want to sign in, so read it and close it. My <laughs> my chat box? What does that mean? The, Why the, do I have the, ownership no, of the chat the, box? The, um, there's like a box, the oh. massive poll box blocking like half the fucking chat, and I can't get rid of it without closing it. 
Okay. All right. Well, nine nine plus is one. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to end it now. Good job, everyone. Good. We're all in agreement. Right on. Look, everyone um, just typed it. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and so, I, you know, I think, I, I guess, okay, I'm ready to sort of talk about the, the game in more detail then. Um, mm. I actually, I finished it about two hours ago. You finished it? Um, sake, man. Clocked in at 16 hours. Yeah, wife, wife and baby are away. So, you know, I just had time to just flam through it. That is, that is. And it's just wonderful. You, you think it's good? And then, and then it gets better? And, and then it gets better? Um, wow. And then it gets better? Yeah, um, and that you know there are some tracks that kick in in the second half of the game that I'm pretty sure made me levitate off my seat. Like my Whoa. bum was a solid five inches off of my sofa. I don't know what was happening, yeah. but yeah, no, it's crazy. Really, that's it's quite frightening when you think about yeah. it. Hi-Fi <laughs> Rush made me levitate, unlocked a part of my brain I didn't Does know existed. He know? Yeah. It's really wow. quite frightening, um, but yeah, you know that—that that is to say that it was phenomenal. And I've always—I've—I always like rhythm games. I played Hellraiser, Hellwalk, Hellraiser. I can't remember. You know, I'm yeah, Hellraiser, about the Doom one. Yeah. And um, it gets a lot of things right. Like I—I I played a couple of that levels, but like heavy rock isn't like really my thing. So there were a couple of levels where I was like, "Oh, this is cool," and then other ones where it's like you know, like belly screaming or throat, whatever they do, and I'm like, "Yeah, this just isn't for me." Yeah. So I kind of fell off. But I quite like the gameplay there. It was really difficult, really difficult, like bone crunchingly hard, because mm. um, you had to aim and keep on beat, and you had different guns that played at different tempos. Whereas this is like, you know, everything, all your attacks always sync to the beat. It's just whether you're tapping the button on the beat, which will multiply your damage and your score and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your different combos, you know, give you the different tempos and stuff. Um, so it just comes together so fucking well in the gameplay. And, you know, there, there is, then there's like, you know, there's buy different combos and you string them together and you learn what each of them do. And, you know, the, the characters you meet along the way and the, wow. Wow, what a good time. Um, and then, it, uh, not a spoiler, it's not a spoiler. There's like more at the end of the game. Like you finish the game and there's, there's more at the end. Oh, cool. um, like whole, whole modes, like whole systems that the game is just like, here you go. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it was 16 hours for me. Like I didn't play through it slowly. Maybe there's some idle time in there. I don't know what the, the how long to complete is or anything, you know, not what the official playtime is. Um, but uh, it's pretty substantial. Uh, hey. Oh, is it? Yeah. So you either had a lot of idle time or you just really took your time and just stared at walls. Like, <laughs> Maybe it's, I did. Because... It's, it's, it's that good. Yeah, because it's, it's, I think it's like, I think it's like eight and like, completionist like if you wanted to do everything people were saying was like 16 so you're just a Mm -hmm. you're just a dad gamer now man you're just slow i guess so (laughs) i guess so well that that's what it says on the xbox thing so yeah i don't know if there was idle time but either way it felt like a good amount it went on for the perfect amount of time pacing was perfect Mm -hmm. um the no bugs first so this is the other weird thing about this whole shenanigan We've been talking about like, oh, what's the first like acquired next gen game? You know, the first first party game going to come out and be that's just on Series X. You know, that's going to leave last gen behind. And we like, it's going to be Redfall. It's going to be Starfield. What's it going to be? It is High Fire Rush. Yeah, who would have thought? I know where. I know where. Like Tango 
just lapped everyone else. They were like, yeah, this is us. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it runs beautifully. Um, so so absolutely no problem with that. So uh, I, I'm definitely in agreement. This is in this is a game of the year, early game of the year contender for me. I'd probably give it 95. I'm, I think this is an obscenely good game. Um, mm-hmm. I dock the 0.5 because there's like a, a few times, like maybe twice I can count, where they get a bit crazy with what's going on in some of the busy fights. And it's like, it's too much to track, especially when you get more mechanics, you know, as the game goes on, mm-hmm. um, where it's like, it's like 10% over what my brain capacity can handle, um, okay. which isn't all that much anyway, but you know, it's 10% over that. Um, and that happened just like once or twice, you know, so th- that got, I felt like a mild bit of frustration, but it didn't last long, you know, whatever, um, for the most part, really good. All the boss fights, ah, mm. all the music, ah. Most of it's like original music, but there is like licensed stuff as well, and it's it's just it's just so wonderful. Yeah, yeah, that is really good. Yeah, what I especially love about that is I like that the enemies all move and attack in rhythm as well. So even like the defensive stance to that game, not even just attacking, is also rhythm based, um, and it just helps everything flow. Yeah, so so nicely. The whole world. Um, yeah, He's like I just think it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. I, I I can't really find a flaw in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm about three four hours in, and um, yeah, I've had a really good time with it. Um, yeah, I can barely find any flaws with it. Um, very very good. Yeah, fantastic. And I, I guess as we finish off the conversation around Hi-Fi Rush, um, I wanted to point out two things, three things. Firstly, Chai as an Xbox mascot. Like Xbox hasn't had a proper mascot in ages mm-hmm. um, because they make a lot of faceless games or, or multiplayer games or co-op games, you know, like Sea of Thieves. There isn't really a mascot. Like I, there are fixed characters in the game and everybody knows, like sees Sea of Thieves and knows what it is, but it's not, maybe not the same. Like, it's harder to maybe market or slap on a box in the same way Master Chief is or, you know, same mm-hmm. with like Forza, you know, it's not, really, it's not really a mascot. You know, we've got like kind of Senua, maybe when Hellblade 2 comes around, but we're not really there yet. Um, you know, and Xbox did have a lot of mascots back in the day, but this is another reason why I think this is a substantial release. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's going to know who Chai is by the end of the month. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, the, even, like, the core gamer is going to know who Chai is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if he works as like a, just a... Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's kind of hard to say. I do agree with you, but then it's just like having like rhythm-based games as like a heavy, like a mascot for your platform. It's just, it still is a bit kind of niche. And I think this one is splashed extra hard because of the shadow drop. And I just don't know how much the next, the, the next one's following will splash or if people will fall off this style of game. Because it is, it's not, this sort of game doesn't appeal to the casual gamer. I mean, I haven't done studies on it, but I can't imagine it does and will continue to. Um, I don't know. I just don't think it does. It's just, it's... Well, I think it's... I, I don't know, man, because like I think we're looking at possibly the most accessible and best rhythm game ever here. Like I think we're literally looking at the best version of this genre that's ever come out. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, I think there is like 
a, a really nice accessibility to Hi-Fi Rush. Like with the whole thing of like your things land on beat, you know, you don't, you're not going to start dying. And, and, you know, there's like a difficulty adjustments. There's some accessibility options around bits and bobs as well. Like, I don't know. I, I get the sense that this is quite an accessible game that a lot of people are going to try out. I've seen a lot of comments, you know, anecdotally saying, oh, I've done rhythm games before, but they're not for me. But I booted this up and it's, it's working for me. Um, you know, mm. and I think it got into like the top five on Steam. Yeah. On sellers which is crazy considering it's in games pass, you know, mm-hmm. um, seeing it's performing well, um, for what it is. I mean, I, I just don't know if I'm willing to pigeonhole it as, as niche, like this game is niche, the genre overall. Yeah, maybe. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not saying the game is mm. niche. I said this game made a big splash. I'm saying the genre is niche and its sequels might be niche because they're not going to shadow drop the sequels really. You know, they'll probably be lead up to them, especially when they're just like, you know the first hi-fi rush here comes hi-fi rush 2 you know it won't be another shadow drop situation um so i just don't know if it's sort of like a honeymoon period sort of game and everyone's loving it just because it's the in thing right now it's very polished it plays well i just don't know if it's it's sequels of the genre will continue to be mass appeal um to the point where xbox goes chip little quids in and makes it giant a very a face for their platform um but who knows it's not a bad idea i'm not bashing it i I think it's very feasible i'm just yeah just not a hundred percent you're just kind of yeah and skeptical of the idea of it being something that that you know uh people are gonna love and you know i guess not gonna love but you know uh the, the, that everybody's gonna be able to get into just take to, um yeah. and uh, yeah yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't think it's like it's it's accessible as something like a straightforward first-person shooter or a straightforward story-driven third-person action-adventure game. Like, don't get me wrong, um, or a platformer. But but we've yeah right, you know. But we've we've seen games like this break out into the mainstream before, like games that would traditionally be niche break out into the mainstream. You know, I, I'd argue something like Hearthstone broke card games out like that same with marvel snap again like you could probably argue things like roguelites those were never popular hades had that kind of effect um there's more that you know that aren't coming to my head right now but you know i think we have examples of that and you know maybe same thing's happening here but you might be right potentially maybe in a week's time those numbers fall off and when we think no but i mean if anything else i you know i guess maybe if we move away from the the map uh maybe the the accessibility angle, you know, the quality angle is maybe why I think they'd flag him as a mascot. You know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I do that 90 number. Cause like they even put planes on all their marketing now. Do you know what I mean? Nobody, most people don't give a shit about flight sim, but mm. they flag that on all of their advertisements. You're like, it's a pretty plane. It's 92 on open critic. Best mm. one ever made, literally best one ever made, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt with the fact that how it's released and it's polish and, yeah, yeah, how well it plays. Um, yeah, yeah, you definitely can't deny that it's um, it's got a good reputation behind it right off the bat. So yeah, who knows? And it is cute. It is mm-hmm. cute and it's fun. So yeah, super cute. Very. It, it definitely it, you know it stands out. I think in a, in a library, and I think that's exactly what you want. Um, mm. So the last two things, uh, I said I had three, so I've got two more to go for, for Hi-Fi Rush, um, was that there's been a lot of detractors, Tim. You know, as you imagine, Xbox has a breakout hit overnight. Wow, everybody loves this. Wow, 90 on Open Critic. You know, this is like the highest scoring game of the last 12 months 
um, a third highest scoring game just behind God of War and Elder Ring. You know, that's how sort of good we're talking about a level of quality. Mm-hmm. A lot of people saying, ah, you know, it's funny, you know, other than like this is shit, this offends my very nature and those people that, you know, don't really like anything. There are lots of people saying Xbox doesn't get credit for this. You know, this might as well come to other platforms because Xbox doesn't get credit for this because, you know, technically it started development before before the acquisition, Bethesda acquisition, mm-hmm. you know, 2020, uh, whenever it started. I think it was 2020, wasn't it? Um, and I, I just, you know, they've been under Xbox now for two whole years. Like, at what point are we going to move past this? Because I, I've seen a lot of people will say when Xbox releases, you know, uh, uh, something which isn't as good they'll say oh i can't believe xbox have made them do this yeah. uh what's it B- bleeding edge that was the key example wasn't it yeah. even though that was that was a passion project that wasn't development before the <laughs> acquisition of um ninja theory yes. uh but when it's a good when it's a banger no nah nah it doesn't count man no nah, it's, um xbox had nothing to do with this the stench isn't on it <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard to say Inky. It's hard to say from both angles, but there's definitely no reason to be so skeptical. And so just like Xbox had nothing to do with it because, you know, one, yeah, the acquisition of Bethesda went through in, what was it? It was 2020, you said. It was 2020, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's to say, you know, talk? that's when the acquisition went through. You know, talks of an acquisition probably happened quite a long time before that. You know, there's a lot of yellow tape to go through there. Um, so I'm sure the game was very early in its development cycle uh, and its development. Um, yeah, just its, its, its development. And, um, you know, mm. there's no reason why Xbox just didn't see this and think like, yeah, this is great and pump more money into it. Whereas maybe the project might have fallen off or it might have not got as much budget as it actually did under under Xbox's umbrella. Um, you know, that you know maybe with the budget pumped into it we got it to the standard it's at now you know where it's so polished and runs so well you know maybe that wasn't achievable if they weren't bought up um by xbox so you know you it's it's just it's impossible to say but yeah i think it's ridiculous that people are just saying like oh yeah it's just <laughs> they shouldn't take credit for it yeah i mean it's just it doesn't make any sense I suppose what people are looking for, you know, when they're saying this is that they want proof that a studio from start to finish can put out a critical hit under just Xbox like conditions, whatever that means. Mm. And uh, why? Like, I don't, I don't know, know if you're really ever yeah, if you're really committing to that that like dichot like side of the the, the spectrum, you know. You can make this argument for the next 20 years. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the next, I don't know, the next Elder Scrolls comes out, you know, it's an Xbox exclusive critical. Oh, it doesn't count because Elder Scrolls was actually, you know, technically it's, yeah, you know, next fucking, uh, next game comes out from id software and it's, and it's, you know, let's say it's a new IP shooter or whatever. And they're like, oh, it doesn't count because, you know, if you look at the fine print, it says that they actually had this idea back in 2014 and yeah. then they started developing it. The first PC concept uh, art was drawn with pencil on 2018. <laughs> yeah. Before, one yeah. day before the acquisition. 
yeah. drawn on <laughs> yeah, a piece of toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like, where are we drawing this line, man? Like, I mean, surely, I think it's time to just kind of accept that if, if a good chunk of the development, you know, is done under these conditions, Xbox probably had a hand in it. We don't know and we'll never know what that what those yeah. circumstances were. Um, you know, but I, you know, I can't help but think, you know, just looking at what we've got, that the existence of Game Pass influenced Bethesda's decision to shadow drop. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Definitely. And, and, you know, we can look at the other games in development as well, like Redfall and Starfield, um, that, they, they, you know, they've been delayed and delayed. They, they probably or may not have got those delays. You know, Bethesda have known for releasing games maybe a little bit too early, despite their good quality. And for Todd to have, like, you know, a really good date lined up that he wanted whenever when was it 11 11 22 and to have to push that back kind of indicates to me that he was happy with the safety net that he now has from xbox mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's been a whole thing right and the final thing tim which which is like kind of in line with this story which i think is super cute and i don't know if it's intentional you know uh, but the the main cast on the front cover of of Hi Fi Rush are literally the colours of the Xbox buttons. There she. That's awesome. <laughs> literally A B X Y. Yeah, I mean, like I've got it on the notes. You know, Chai's yellow, and then Peppermint's blue, and then the other one of the other characters is green, and one of the other one of the other characters um, is red. They probably it's just great. used primary colours, but maybe there's. Maybe there's some more more to it than that, and it is the Xbox buttons, but they are also just primary colors. Isn't PlayStation Square pink? There ain't no pink character in this fucking game. There ain't no stinky, stinky pink character in this game. I don't think there is, actually. <laughs> Damn, you're onto something. <laughs> fucking down with pink. I mean, pink. Nintendo buttons, though. Hashtag cancel pink. <laughs> um so yeah i just thought that was cute like i said i might just be hallucinating and enjoying the brand synergy a bit too much but like it does it kind of looks like it you know i don't mind i think that's kind of cute whether it's intentional or not yeah yeah it's cute yeah um okay lovely well that does it for hi-fi rush unless there's anything else you wanted to say tim um i implore everybody to try this game it's it's so so good it really is a early game of the year contender and it's um if this is how xbox is going to start their 23 i'm feeling pretty good you know this is yeah. a bloody good start yeah no i don't have anything more to say on it like mainly because i want the show to wrap up so i can play more before i go to bed that's a fair that's a fair show so how do you fuck up next story <laughs> Alrighty, I uh, wanted to give a quick shout out to Dead Space, which came out this week, uh, mm-hmm. mostly because there's a dynamic background, which is really weird, by the way. Um, like, I don't think we have a third party background, uh, like dynamic background available uh, yet, other than this. Like, there's Wasteland 3, again, that's owned by NXile. Uh, you know, there's things like um, Fallout, the Fallout armor's there as well. Yeah. Uh, I think Pentiment's there too. So, you know, this is all now first party stuff. Um, but Dead Space is just kind of funny, um, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I did see, though, as well, that the app got updated. You know, that we spoke about this ages ago, that the, the dynamic background making app that was for devs got updated. So maybe devs are just having an easier time whipping something together and you know, <laughs> flinging it over to us so we can yeah. pick up the crumbs. Which is also super cool, because if we're going to start getting flooded with dynamic backgrounds, 
fucking yes. sign me up yes please yeah um <laughs> i i just want i just want more choice because I'm, I'm the sort of person where yes. i change like my gamer picture like and background like depending on like one my mood and like the season and shit like that as well like i always put on like this grumpy bird covered in snow whenever it's winter and stuff like that um and then i change it for the summer and all that yeah. sort of stuff so it's just really cool <laughs> to just be able to personalize um as and when i want um so yeah i want more and you know f- for sure what we need we definitely need a hi-fi rush um <laughs> background oh absolutely. wow lovely that looks so cool it's like yeah. pulsing <laughs> yeah that'd be amazing that'd be great um are you interested in dead space do you think you'll get this at any point i do want it because i did enjoy the original um but i just at the moment with with everything coming out and everything i'm playing currently um i don't know if i can justify the price tag for it right now um but if if it gets a price cut um in the next you know this half of the year or something like that and i'm not completely absorbed by another game yeah i would i would, I do want it yeah i just don't know if i i can spend 70 pound on it right now that's exactly how i feel yeah i am um, I, I never played dead space you know i'm one of those guys never played it so this 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 is on my backlog for sure i will play this at some point in my life um mm-hmm. it's probably not now um just due to the circumstances i've got quite a lot going on um even though i've completed high fire rush i'm still going to be playing it. i'm still playing sort of pentiment you know and there's more stuff coming out in the next few months uh, yeah so much coming as game pass that i just i'm in no rush to buy it i'd rather wait for a sale essentially you know Mm-hmm. Um, things do be expensive, but I'm super happy that they nailed the remake. You know, EA's done yeah. a really good job with this in the last few years, haven't they? Um, between the Mass Effect remake, this, um, and some other games they've put out that have been pretty successful. Wild Hearts coming up as well, which is tentatively, you know, cautiously optimistic about. Yes. Um. Yeah. Atomic Heart. Atomic Heart. Well, it's not EA. Wait. Oh, we're only talking EA. I just thought we were talking about a couple of releases. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. So we'll see, you know, and I'm sure actually it will have it, it will come to, well, I'm, I know for sure it will come to Game Pass at some point because it's an EA game and the EA Vault is part of Game Pass. So it, mm-hmm. it will happen at some point. It's just it's just a matter of when. Yeah. Um, but it looks like, wow, like visually impressive yeah. um, from what I've seen. So um, yeah, it looks I'm super sick. happy for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna be a good playthrough for sure. Very atmospheric. Play that shit in the dark with headphones on. That shit's mm. gonna be amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. So there was something else I wanted to speak about following on from the di- developer direct, which I had forgotten about, but I think we're kind of both invested in this enough to to have a conversation and make this a talking point. Um, and that is Redfall. And if you wouldn't mind to me, if you could maybe get some footage on the B roll. Oh. Um, for our video which was just 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 go to the 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 gameplay trailer dreadful gameplay trailer um the one that they just showed and we can kind of have it on the background while we speak about this because this has been a big talking point of the direct you know it's been mixed um and i I kind of want to ask the chat while tim you know gets this booted up how did everybody feel about redfall because it's 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 continuing to have a bit of a mixed reaction you know um 
some people, I, I saw some people saw this gameplay trailer and were literally like, I'm not excited for this now. You know, I've seen, I saw the other side of it as well, where people were like, I wasn't sure, but now I'm kind of invested. Um, so what do we think? Is Redfall, uh, is Redfall looking good or is it looking, is it looking stink? Oh, I wouldn't go get a poll. Redfall, no, yes, don't do a poll. No. <laughs> Just ask people. It covers yeah. up so much in my chat. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Uh, all right, Timmer. Night, mate. I'll get some good Z's. Yeah, night, Timmer. Can you vote on the poll for this, buddy? <laughs> Don't feel obliged, Timmer. Don't let them do this to you. All right, we got, we got some for you. Playing. I'm just going to mute it. We yes, please. About? It's playing. Yes, please. Don't blow people's ears out. Um, so I, I've, you know, I've been speaking to a lot of people about this on Twitter, kind of how what they've been feeling. Um what what are you feeling tim you know obviously we were we were liked what we saw in the moment with a bit of distance now a bit of perspective you know a bit of community reaction how are you kind of feeling is it pretty much the same or has it changed talk to me um it has hang on i'm just changing it to 720p 60 so it runs a bit better um it has changed it's gotten better in my eyes i am more excited for this game really um oh well yeah i mean I, I was pretty excited anyway but just to just to like visually see so much of what we're kind of expecting to see and have like just i don't know quite quite a lot of the questions sort of answered that i had in terms of like what the loot will look like like what the guns will look like visually and you know like i even said at one point when we were watching it i was like oh i'm kind of disappointed that the guns look all a bit samey and a bit military i want some wacky stuff and then they started immediately showing some like more wacky stuff um and that definitely yeah that answered one of my biggest questions was how's the loot gonna look not and how's it gonna play and how's it gonna like fit into the world's like style um so i was quite happy with that overall um i still want to see some more of that because i just you know i'd but from what I could tell, the legendaries and the like weirder guns that would have effects did have like a very cool look to them, um, which is exactly what I look for in a game like this. Um, I don't just want a shotgun that looks kind of the same, but it's just, you know, it explodes vampires. It's just like, no, I don't want that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, and it just um, seeing the gunplay more like just fluidly like through large gameplay segments had me more confident in how this game's going to play um you know it very reminiscent of you know death loop in the in the sense that the gunplay looks it looks pretty good yeah it's not groundbreaking it's not revolutionary but it's you know it's more than serviceable to the point it's actually looks like it's going to feel pretty good um which is reassuring for arcane because i'm still not 100% sold on the fact that they are incredible with their shooting mechanics, but they're definitely getting better and better. Um and mm. following in Deathloot's footsteps. Uh and yeah, it just just seeing everything sort of wrapped up and seeing the characters and their identities and their skills and all that sort of stuff, you know, it just it just gave me a bit more confidence in what the final product's gonna look like. Um and just reassured me mm. a bit more. So yeah, I'd say I'm I've it's bumped me up like a point on my hype scale for me. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And you know, I think uh, it it's really is split down the middle, man. Because some people are like, like some some people actively hate this game. Like yeah. they don't just 
dislike it they they hate this shit and one of the biggest things i've seen um is that people keep saying oh enemies aren't reacting to gunshots and i'm what and i'm like what are you talking about like even like in this i'm a bit behind and you're watching but in the street i assume the scene just happened where they're in the houses and there's yeah. got the light on and he shoots the vampire he staggers mm-hmm. and I, in like every scene you see that they shoot people and people stagger back and i'm like i don't i literally don't know what you're talking about when you're saying like enemies aren't reacting to bullets like watch it like the enemies rock backwards they stagger there's even like if you pause on some of the pickups they've got a lot of the guns have a stagger percent chance mm. it's, just, it's a mechanic like in in you know so I, I i'm not sure where people are getting that really but i've seen it a few times so it makes me think i'm i'm missing something um something no. else i've seen frequently is that some people feel the the textures are really flat in a lot of places and I don't think that that's necessarily wrong. Because um, I remember feeling this way about Deathloop when I saw it. I was like, oh, a lot of this looks quite flat. But then when you actually play it, you know, boot it up into 4K and it's all running in motion, it doesn't look that way. I don't know. It's just one of those things that makes all these arcade games like impossible, like impossible to market. <laughs> because mm. they just never look that good graphically, but they always turn out. Pro- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN good graphically you know not setting any new bars but they're artistic and they're they're, they've got a a style um and you know one of the big things about arcane games is that they're very like dense in their world design you know there's so many ways to approach uh so many different ways to explore um and approach a combat encounter and you just can't really show that off in a in a single stretch of gameplay do you know what i mean yeah um yeah i do i do know what you mean about like the the textures and stuff like that yeah it didn't it didn't blow me away um, with its graphical fidelity, but I think the important stuff looks good. The vampires look excellent. God, the vampires look so good, in my opinion. I think their their design, like their clothes and their their long fucking ass limbs and nails and the designs um, look good. Yeah, yeah the designs yeah, exactly. are great. Yeah, yeah, which is important, and I think the animations look good as well. Like. I do think enemies react to to shots very well. And I do think like the recoil and the guns look good. And when you're like running around and using abilities and like, you saw like we like he, the invisible guy, like used like his crow and it like was on his arm and then perched off flew and went invisible in the sky and all that sort of stuff. The animations look great. Um, And the colors kind of, pop for those sort of things um and i think that's where a mm-hmm. lot of the attention is going to go for your eye when you're playing the game anyway um 
So I think in the areas that matter, I, I, I do think the game looks pretty, like, looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I agree with you. I was, and the we lighting were watching, I was like, oh, I'm, I like how this looks. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. I think the lighting looks really good. Although I will admit there is some funniness going on with the shadows. Uh, this is something else that other people have pointed out, and I, I am actually in agreement here. Something is going on with the shadows where it's like they're not projecting properly. Like whenever okay. they pull out the flashlight, people don't have like a full shadow. There's like a weird sort of silhouette around them, that, but slightly behind them. Okay. Um, like coming off the environment, it looks fine. But whenever they use the flashlight, I mean, the game's still four months out. So maybe this is just kind of final touches sort of stuff. Um, but I mean, I, I've watched through this trailer a few times now in 4K. And there are, there are some like, set, there are, there's so much variety in the set pieces just in this trailer that I'm just kind of a bit annoyed that a lot of people are like, oh, the texture of the ground is like a bit bland there. Yeah. It's like, oh, what about the massive, like, tree, you know, the tree, the, the weird, like, heart cave with a heart dangling from the ceiling? You know, yeah. these um, the interiors with the green lights reflecting off. Yeah, the tree, you know, the tree disintegrating, you know, there are just some really cool, you know, like, creative environments. There's one where, like, there's a vampire floating off in a forest and it's, like, got this purple haze and it just looks really nice. Like, the direction is on point, as it usually is. Um, and it's just a shame that the conversation, you know, goes to the to the low-hanging fruit of like oh it's like you know where's my hyper detail mm -hmm. it's just it's just a shame but i mean i understand some of it i suppose is what i'm, what I'm saying what i'm saying yeah 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 definitely um yeah it's it's not the most incredible looking game ever but um i think it ha has its own style and the design's fantastic and i think that's that's really all that matters with these sort of things. And, and and when you play these things in 4K, in motion, on your TV and stuff like that, they always look better than... Um, especially arcane games, especially. They, they, they look better when you play them. There are some games that look better in trailers, but I'd go as far as saying arcane right. always feel, feels better when you've got it in your hands. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'll always remember when um, Dishonored 1 first came out um, and I was seeing the, you know, the marketing for it and somebody, I'm not sure who, shout out to whoever it was, described the game as an oil painting in motion. Mm. And I always remember thinking like, I don't, like I'm not watching the trailers. It looks kind of dated, like even at the time, like it mm. looks fine, I guess. But then when you play it, it's kind of got this really nice fluidity to it and how, the, how you move through the environment, how the textures look when you're in motion. So, yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. But... You know, I, I understand for a lot of people that's too much that's hinging on. Oh, just wait till you play it. You know, yeah, I get that some people it. want to be sold <laughs> yeah. on it, but it's yeah, that's right. But it's in Game Pass. You know, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I just think that that whole saga has been really interesting because I even saw like some big names, big content creators like tweeting out about um Redfall and like with some hesitancy or some like you know questionable gifts like Skill Up. You know, did it for example. Um. So. The game still needs to sell people, I guess. And I, I, you know, I'm now thinking. I tweeted this as well. It's like I'm, I'm now just starting to accept that. I think, I think these games are just niche. I think Redfall just makes niche games. And I, I guess maybe the fact that it's kind of got, it has this nicheness to it that you can't really appreciate through video. But then it's kind of got some pop gaming elements to it in the sense that there's co-op, I guess, and that there's mm. loot, I guess. That that kind of contradiction is making people think oh it's like you know it's i've even seen people say like the game's full of microtransactions that is not a thing like it's yeah. made up i guess right. it's just by association 
Yeah, yeah. I I think it's just yeah, like you said, it's through association. I haven't seen a single thing that points towards microtransaction. Although they did say like future characters will come to the game and stuff like that. Uh, you know, oh, they those did, yeah. those Hero will be. Pass, yeah. Yeah, so there is like a hero pass and stuff like that, which is obviously purchasable. But I don't really see those as microtransactions as much as like kind of content. They're not. They're like paid yeah, no, content updates. You know, like yeah, I don't. I don't know. It it, it depends if yeah, it, it depends how they handle it. But so far, I haven't I haven't seen anything that indicates microtransactions. Um, yeah. No. That's right. And I'll eat my words if I'm wrong. I think it's because when it, you know, when it was leaked ages and ages and ages ago, and we spoke about it, one of the photos, the, the you know, the pictures, it said "shop" in the top, you know, and the one of the bits on the top, which wasn't in this gameplay demo. There wasn't a shop on the menu, um, but for all we know, that could have been like an in-game. You know, we don't know what that is, um, and there's been no official confirmation. Um, and it's not a game as a service. I don't think Arcane would dare try and make it a game as a service. So. Um, you know i'm not buying that at all it's just um i think i don't i think people are being i'm just i'm i'm surprised that people aren't giving redfall the benefit of the doubt considering ev- we've done this every time yeah but i even went back and looked like you can go and check my my twitter because I, I went back and looked at kind of the response to the prey trailers the prey game prey trailers um when that came out which you know now has like a cult following um mm-hmm. same shit man Oh, the enemies look so bland. Oh, gunplay looks really boring. Oh, this game looks slow and boring. Same shit. Deathloop, two years of marketing. What is this game? I don't understand it. Looks floaty and shit. Mm. Comes out game of the year contender. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I feel like... Yeah, I mean, we are still hinging on this game being good, but I, I definitely do feel like Arcane must just be like... What we got to do, guys? Like... <laughs> times we have to prove ourselves like they've literally got like a whiteboard and they're just like every game we've released has been a nine out of ten i i don't i don't know what to do i'm gonna be honest with you guys why don't people trust us (laughs) yeah like can we get a crumb a crumb of support (laughs) like just a a morsel please begging of you it's very weird it's it's one of the anomalies in gaming um okay after that yeah it's very weird really truly um and, and you know as well you know looking at the the demo as a whole i think the gameplay demo um th- there became some concern about like oh it really is just a ubisoft game and i like i don't know what you're talking about like i like okay it's an open world there are there were some safe houses they're not in towers or anything you know there are there are areas yet yeah, there are areas you go into um and and have like a mission or a fight in them like I guess I guess because they're safe houses, they describe them as safe houses. I guess that's kind of, but I, I'm just not getting the impression that this is the same thing as like a Ubisoft world where you you know it's a tower, you go to the tower, you you reveal icons in that area. Um, I don't know. I, I can I guess you know they self described it as being like their spin on Far Cry Two. So there's some very mild overlap, I'm sure. But if these are if it looks like how it is, you know, designed like a proper arcane game. Man, these games are like 60 times the density. In in Ubisoft games, it's like it's an open field. There's a campfire. You walk it, you stab a guy in the neck. Oh, you've been spotted. Shoot him down. That's that's it. You do that 160 mm. times and the game's over. Whereas these games are like, you know, they're so much more dense. And then you've got the loot layered on top of it and the powers. Mm. Like, yeah. you know. 
Yeah, I, I think we can agree that there might be some similarities, but they're just, if anything, they're just taking inspiration in some areas and just layering it on top of the density and world building that is arcane. So um, it's going to feel much different and probably much better, you know, if I had to yeah. bet my money on it. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. I mean, um, and so uh, there was something else I wanted to touch on. I think it was just the size of it. Yeah, that was kind of it. Like, you know, when the way they did the trailer, they moved around kind of that physical map on the table. It looked like it's big. It looks like quite a lot bigger than I was anticipating. And mm. I hadn't kind of realized the scale of that until afterwards. I was like, oh, actually, they've moved around a lot of this map. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, this is actually quite <laughs> big. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a pretty big world. Yeah. Um you know, and they they did say you know it's not it's not absolutely massive, but it's definitely the biggest they've done so far. Um, yeah. But yeah, they haven't been entirely um, like specific with how big the world actually is, um, and I think it'll probably be quite surprising to a lot of people how big it is. Because um, yeah, it does. I I agree with you. Yeah, it, it does look quite quite large. Yeah. It also kind of looks very packed full of stuff. Like, I think when you look at what they were doing here, like this bit where they were going through the house and in the dark, that was kind of a story mission. They were getting the light bulb. They were turning the lighthouse on. That was a story mission. That wasn't like a Ubisoft turned the tower on kind of thing. That was a story mission. Mm. And then afterwards, they do some exploration of the open world. And then at one point, they go into one of those procedurally generated caves to destroy the heart, get a bit of loot. And then mm. after, you know, then they're like one of the like re- bosses comes down from the sky because it's like an enforcement system. You know, yeah. like if you kill too many vampires, the game like dynamically, you know, kind of in the same way Deathloop kind of had this dynamic difficulty, but it's, you know, represented by the rook, you know, by that dench vampire. Mm. Um, and then uh, they, they also... What's the other thing they did? They like found they like went on this to explore and found these skulls and propped them into these magical floating doors. And yeah. in there there was like a raid boss vampire. And it's like this is not God. None of God. these things are in like Far Cry. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot going on here. A lot of content. You know, this is on top of the loop system, on top of like customizable stakes on each of your guns, on four different characters with different classes. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's a lot more going on here than kind of the sanitized Far Cry. Formula, yeah. I think, from what from what I'm, oh no, yeah. I'm a hundred percent in 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 agreement with you, yeah. And I think again, that was just, I'm sure they're holding some stuff close to their chest as well. I'm sure there's still a lot to yeah. reveal in terms of what the world can offer to us. Um, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that an arcane game will have a lot of content and a lot of varied content. I don't think it's going to be savey. I don't think it's going to be wave based missions or defend the tower nope. missions or anything like that i think it's going to be good varied content and a lot of it um you know i have i will you know eat my words if it does if this game doesn't do any of that but i i have i'll go on the record and say i have faith that arcane will be able to do that so yeah i just think they'll pull it off i think i think at the very worst this game gets high 70s um yeah know, i think it's going to crack 80s um like i have some like moderate concerns about the not the co-op necessarily but how they've divided the powers up amongst everyone like i i, I am a little bit worried about how the game's going to play if you're playing solo like i mm-hmm. i think it would be nice on one hand because it'll be a lot you know the pace will be a lot slower but you have so much less uh you utility. know like utility 
Yeah, your disposal. That was weird. I wanted me to say that word at the same time. Um, it's not that good. Yeah, compared to, you know, like Deathloop, you had so much. Like Dishonored, you have so many powers. Like, it's just you really have like kind of... Th- do, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Yeah, you, you just feel like you're missing out a part of the game um, if you're playing it yeah. solo. You know, you're not experiencing the the electrical cool electrical abilities that this guy brings because you're playing the sniper you know you're already getting like one side of a of a four-sided coin i don't know tired that's a good analogy no i like that (laughs) i like a four-sided coin how does that even work it's not a cube because a cube is like six sides correct anyway yeah um so yeah so i guess the final question before we come off redfall tim is uh who are you thinking you're gonna play a uh, chat who are you gonna play um, um jacob is the sniper Re- De- remy is the robot lady uh dev is the man with the spike gun and electric uh, stake thing and who's the other one layla is the magical umbrella purple lady yeah i'm thinking probably robot boy I like AI companions. I like pet mechanics. You do, don't you? I do like that sort of stuff. So I think I'll probably go with him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think you're probably going to... Uh, well, tell me who you're going to go with, do you think? But I think I know. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. I guess I do like the idea of Layla. Yeah. I'll lie to you. I'm a simp for magic. <laughs> yeah, he's such a magic simp. I suck, suck on the tea of magic. That's what I do. Um, but yeah, I did think it was interesting. Like Remy, like that whole distraction robot. I thought that was kind of cool. I'm definitely like, I, I think those are cool. I think those systems will work out quite well, um, you know, into the open world. And because stealth is a viable option here and, you know, the environmental stuff is, you know, I think that's really cool. And I think one of the abilities you actually see maybe coming up in the trailer is that she seems to have like a res circle. She like mm. spins her hand around, she reses everyone near her or something like that. Maybe it's like a heal as well. So she does yeah. seem a bit on the supporty side. Um, so it just kind of depends how it all comes together, you know? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, well, we look forward to seeing more. Um, I remain really excited about it. There's, I think there's a, an unfair amount of skepticism about this game. Um, but overall... Um, I hope they, you know, manage to get people excited because I'm going to be really sad if this game doesn't do well. You know, I think mm. I don't think it. I don't think it will be. It will flop, but I will. I will be really sad if it doesn't do well because we've been talking about this for like fucking two years now. Do you know what I mean? It's just like the curse of being a podcaster that you talk about something for so long. It's like you're in your own head. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be disappointed all right. as well, but I think it will be all right. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we're going to move on to um, what I've got as the title of the video, um, and this is really interesting. And I called this because I am nothing short of this generation's Albert Einstein. You know, oh, I'm sure yeah. you'd agree, Tim. Mm, I'm sure uh, you'd agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I'm sure you'd agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a while back, you may remember us talking about some of these ABK documents, you know, and. Microsoft 
said uh, something about there being three future titles, three future Bethesda titles, which they uh, anticipate will be exclusives um, because they're designed to be played primarily alone or in small groups. Yes. Hmm, interesting. They were redacted. And everybody said, oh, it's got to be Redfall. It's got to be Starfield. It's got to be Elder Scrolls because those are all the ones that are publicly on the record of, you know, coming out being exclusive, arguably. And we said, me and you, yeah, me, well, it doesn't make any sense, well. does it? Well, I, I asked you and you, you came to the same conclusion as I did. Oh. So I'm clearly there's some intellectual contagion going on here. Must be, yeah. Yeah. A chew. Um... <laughs> It's redacted, and that doesn't make sense because it's publicly available information, right? Of course. Why would it be course. those three games? So, so we, I, I've said, I put, you know, I put my body on the line. Not that anybody cares because we're such a tiny fucking channel. But I was right, I think, that I think this is referring to three games, three uh, secret games, three secret Bethesda games. A bit of deductive reasoning going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we know Hi-Fi Rush was a secret game. It was a secret game that was exclusive um, and at the time obviously wasn't wasn't announced. So that makes me think there's two more unannounced uh, Bethesda games that are due to come out exclusively on Xbox. So that might even be this year, you know? Uh, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I think you're right in the fact there's two unannounced Bethesda projects there. I don't think you're right in the, them both being this year. Um, but I think we might get one Fuck of them you. this year. Whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is your problem? <laughs> it, uh, was just, it was just a reflex. Like, I didn't I didn't mean to. Um Yeah, I, I yeah, I think we might get one of them this year or something, but um yeah, I don't hmm. think we'll, we'll get both. But yeah. I do think you're right. I do think you're right. It's an ambitious take, for sure. It's an ambitious take. Um that, that, that there are going to be three secret unannounced games from Bethesda coming out this year. Mm. Um, but, and this is what Tim has gone now, so it's really sad, but Tim has said, um, Spy Team, the trademark was registered in 2017. And that Spy Team is supposedly a Bethesda game. We, I don't think we know which studio is meant to be working on it. Um, we don't know if it's been cancelled. Mm-hmm. But it, we know that it's, and we've seen the logo for it in the same way that we saw Hi-Fi Rush. Joaquin, look. Do you just say I, Marmite because it's British? I think it, he did. Yeah, do you associate well, Marmite yeah. with British people? Yeah, I think he does. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. You're being racist right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. cool, man. I, I, I just think... I think there's something going on here. You know, I think with the energy surrounding Xbox this year, and I also think, I also think that this is going to allow them to be more cagey with their release dates. Look, they've broken their promise already. You know, I hope they never do this fucking thing again where they they say we're going to release everything in 12, in the next 12 months because they haven't been able to keep to it. So like, there's no point. Well, we don't know that officially yet, but you know, I'm pretty sure now that Forza is coming out second half because they otherwise they would have said. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that Starfield is going to come out second half as well. Again, we don't know, but do you know what would soften that blow? The what's why are you twitching? Because you just said Starfield and it's coming out in the second half. 
Do you think I manifested it? <laughs> not cool, man. There's absolutely no evidence to state this. Look, we try sometimes to we're trying to grow here, Deck, not get cancelled. <laughs> although any <laughs> although all bad press is good press, right? What they say. Yeah, that's that's yeah, exactly. And that's why we open our podcast talking about eating our own shit. <laughs> Because maybe, maybe, maybe someone will like you know subtweet us or, or you know post us to like the scat subreddit or something, and before you know it, we've got fifty more subscribers. Yeah, if you, get, the scat if you get on the scat subreddit, you're making it big at that point. <laughs> Everybody knows that's just the trajectory of, of, yeah. of fame, really. Um, God, you've killed my train of thought. I'm quite angry now. Yeah, I can't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was... <sighs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think... Yeah, that's what I was saying. It would give them more leeway to delay some of those big games if they do have some secret games in development. And these might not be massive AAA games. They might be, again, some smaller games. Who knows? Maybe one of them is a bigger game. But they've said they're meant to be primarily alone or in small groups. So either, you know... We've had Hi-Fi Rush, which is obviously a solo game. So if there are two more, one of them's got to be a, a group game. And Spy Team, I think, supposedly was like a Team Fortressy kind of game. Um, I might be making it up. Tim, you'll have to leave a comment if if I've made that up. But I think that was like the speculation. I don't know, Tim. I do not think... I, I'm, I, am I onto something here? I Because I think I'm onto something. And I don't think anybody's taking me seriously. I know because I said this last time, and now it's looking like I was right. You know what I mean? Like God. it's looking like Dex, the guy you, you to come go off, to. You're coming to off like this. an insane person. Maybe that's why you're like fucking crazy. Person. Oh man, um, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Oh. But like, I do agree that if Forza and Starfield do get hit with that delay. It would soften the blow to have these two unannounced projects release very quickly. But then also, how likely is it that Xbox is going to kind of shadow drop two more Bethesda games? No, I don't think they're going to shadow drop them. I said kind of shadow drop. You're saying that they're basically going to put it out in this first half of the year because of the fucking blunders that would be Forza and Starfield getting delayed. So you're telling me that they're putting out three Bethesda games in in less than six months? Yes. You are smoking. You are smoking, Marmite. I agree. Starfield and Redfall. No, I'm not. I don't hate you, Joaquin. Uh, Joaquin, I actually do like Marmite, so you, you want to like get off my back. No, I, I do eat, as well. Yeah, I, I eat that shit on like bagels and toast, and it's just pretty good in a sandwich yes. as well. So get off my back. Yeah, no, like what, what I was saying there, in case that wasn't clear, is the thing about Marmite is that you love it or hate it. It's literally yeah. the thing. You know, they even put in their advertising. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's just, just how it goes. Some people put Marmite in pasta, you know? I don't do that. I think that's a bit fucking weird, but it's, it's a it. student. It's good. Students do that. Is it's it right? A, yeah, it's actually okay. pretty good, man. You, and and the, you, you put cheese in it and you mix the cheese in too while it's hot and it goes all like cheesy and Marmite. It's actually pretty good, man. Like like tar, yeah. yeah no, no I, I think that would... I think that would make sense. It sounds good. I haven't had Marmite in like a decade, like for real. I had it like maybe a month ago. 
I prefer Bovro. Nah, I prefer Marmite. Hmm. What's um what's the fifth sense in your mouth? U Unami. What's it? Unami? Tsunami? Is uh is that like is that like flavour, isn't it? That isn't really anything. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it is Unami. I think you're right, I think it is. Well, because supposedly I learned about this. Supposedly it's meant to be like the meat flavour. What is? Umami. Oh. Okay. <laughs> is that not weird? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I think I think that's a can of worms, to be honest with you. I think that's like that there's a thread yeah. there that really makes me start questioning things because it's like, why do I have part of my mouth? which is designated to tasting meaty things. I don't know. I think we that's were kind of weird. At one point. Right. But like, was that always there? Have we evolved to have it? What, like, what if we were, what if you were born in somewhere where like, you know, derelict and there were just vegetables everywhere? Like, do you still have a meat center in your mouth? Correct. Yeah. Or maybe it's not meat. Maybe it's just what we think is meat, which is like, you know, Okay, yeah, we're starting to Oily get the thread and start to unravel here. Like, because what does it mean? Because hmm? what... It... What about fish? Fish umami? <laughs> fish umami? Question mark? That's a good tweet right there. <laughs> I tweet that out. But... I just think it's, it's um, you know... It's up for debate. <laughs> I think, and supposedly MSG, MSG is like, you know, a lot of the seasoning that they use over in Asia. And yeah. that's supposedly meant to hit that. And so everybody says you should do salt, pepper, MSG. It's <laughs> three things. Salt, pepper, umami. <laughs> it's like ready, steady, cook. <laughs> yeah. Let's see a salt bitter. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Like, and that just freaks me out because then it also it's like if that's the if that's the case, <laughs> I why am am I wasting a, a, a taste center? I just think these are important questions that that need some discussion. You know, we're not going to get anywhere without this Socratic dialogue. You know, don't look at me like that. Like what? Just fucking no move more. on. I got places oh, to okay. be, man. You fucking don't. <laughs> no, I don't. The place I need to be is bed. With a fucking... With a fucking phone in my hand. Playing a cloud game, probably. Hmm. Oh, that sounds really nice, man. That sounds really nice. Um, Xbox marketing right there. I hate that, you know, this is what I've titled the video and, and that's the section that a lot of people are going to come and click on for the timestamp. Um, okay, how do I wrap this up in a way that's not going to make people click away from the video? I'm going to stick to my guns. I do think that, I do think that there's two unannounced Bethesda games coming this year. 
Okay. You're saying this year. Uh, yeah, for real. I don't think they're coming this year. <laughs> you think I'm off my bloody rocker. <laughs> I think you're off your bloody rocker. No, um, I, I do think that you're right in, in, in the sense that they are two yeah, unannounced Bethesda games. And I do think that maybe we'll get one, but I don't think we're getting both of these dropped this year. Mm-hmm. So I agree with half of your statement. So I'll segue into one of the next stories. It's not next on the notes, but the ne- one of the things that is supposedly happening from Insider Gaming, um, the guys over there, is that there's a Bethesda event happening in early March, Tim, supposedly. What? You know what I think is going to be there? What? Starfield. Oh, actually, I don't know. Well, so this is this is a whole thing. It's a whole thing, man, because like if Bethesda are having their own event in early March, is that not a developer direct? Because they said they were giving Starfield their own standalone show, but maybe this is what they mean. They're just like, they're just going to let Bethesda, Bethesda do this one, you know? Mm. Um, and in which case, maybe that's, they're going to do the standalone Bethesda show. Maybe not. Maybe Xbox is going to do the developer direct for Starfield and then Bethesda are going to have their own event in early March to show off the two unannounced games for the rest of the year. I cracked it. I mean, literally, that's it. That's what's going to happen. Really? You think Xbox is going to host Starfield and developer direct and Bethesda are going to use their platform and show to talk about their unreleased games? Unannounced games. Uh, yeah. I mean, what? I mean, who could be... I'm just trying to think who... What? What studios are left? Id, um, Machine Games. Who's who's the team? Oh fuck! Who's who's to be human head? Oh no! There's what, there's another one of their teams that we make? haven't seen a game from in a while. They they. Oh shit! I'm sure chat will know who I'm talking about. Uh, who's who's that secret studio at Bethesda? It's not you know, it's not secret studio. The ones you know they used to be human head. They roundhouse make prey to roundhouse legend. There we go. Uh, yeah, that was it. Roundhouse, we haven't heard from nice them in ages. Yeah, nice work. It it did you something um, for sure. Yeah, Machine Games. I'm sure there's another studio. Zenimax, we know are, are balls deep in something as well. I just think there's there's a lot in the pipeline that must be coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and March would be a good time for them to like have their own reveal on their own terms, and then Xbox follow it up with gameplay for the showcase. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. You know, I'll give you props for that one. I could see that being a very realistic schedule right there. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yeah. I'm just... Okay. Well, that's great. That's great. We tied that all up. Um, Joaquin's been very patient, and he's asked about last of us so t- of i haven't watched last of us i had i had a whole thing about it i think you fell asleep about uh, you know my whole rant i haven't seen it with Keen, but i had like a big like thing about replicating the game which is not a, a dig against the quality because it looks very good so tim why don't you tell us yes. how you feel about the game um oh, good one <laughs> got him <laughs> Freudian slip um, not really what? yeah yeah so uh, I yeah I'm up to date on Last of Us I've watched the, the first two episodes um, I think it's 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 pretty excellent yeah so far I think it's um, I'm really enjoying it um, I'm enjoying it <laughs> I think I think it's weird because I feel like if you're a massive fan of the game you're gonna absolutely love this um, 
and then I feel like if you also haven't really played the games or don't really know about it, you're also going to really enjoy it as well. I do feel like it caters to both audiences here um, because the people who like Last of Us, they like Last of Us. They will not shut up about it and it's annoying. So it does cater to both. The acting is phenomenal. Um, the like the set pieces like the set and cgi and all that and costumes and it's just it's really good like the whole vibe of the show is spot on like it genuinely feels post-apocalyptic it feels it feels like a a really broken world um and you can really start to see this sort of bond between um ellie and joel like start to develop even in the first like couple episodes you can feel him warming up to us or slowly but surely and it's it's quite cute and it's it's just really good man i I, i'm really enjoying it um and yeah i just think it it just it's pretty much hitting everything on the head right now um and uh i'm really looking forward to watching the next episode tomorrow i literally watch them as release like on the day so yeah what do you think is gonna happen I, you joke, but I don't know the story of Last of Us. <laughs> I have remained ignorant. Like, I know, like, the well, general, like, plot. <laughs> and I, I, I know, like, the ending and, you know, the whole, like, choice and all this kind of stuff. Spoilers. But, like, I, um, I don't know the in-betweens. I don't know what happens to the characters they meet along the way and the relationships they have and how those end and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of it I will be experiencing for the first time. Um, so I'm quite excited. Um, but yeah, I know how it's going to end. Um, mm. I don't know how the second one's going to end because they're going to do another s- season. And um, and it's just going to be Last of Us Part 2. It's going to follow that game. So, well, yeah. It got renewed, didn't it? It got renewed yeah. for season two, like just yeah. yesterday or something. And they they literally just they literally said, "Yeah, I'll just be Last of Us Part Two. So, yeah, you know, um, I'm yeah. glad they're pulling it off, though. You know, for real, I'm glad they're pulling it off. I, you know, I'm taking a piss, but I am happy that they're doing it. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's really good to see, um, you know, gaming translate into like TV, media, and cinema, and all that. You know, for the first time like exceptionally you know this is probably the best way it's been done so it's it's nice that we're finally starting to get over that hump now and you know live action that is yeah yeah yeah, live action that is yeah of course there's been good animes but um yeah it's nice we're finally getting over that hump and um maybe starting to understand uh that transition a bit better so yeah yeah for sure mad props and uh I'll let you know about episode three on uh, next week. But I don't want to talk about it in too much detail because I don't want to spoil it and I don't want to, you know, a lot of people are watching this for the first time. So, yeah. Well, it's the, um, it's also the, the, the directors that did Chernobyl, isn't it? Uh, I don't think yes. you've seen Chernobyl, have you? And Ch- yeah. Chernobyl was um, f- absolutely phenomenal. It was mm-hmm. so, so good. Yeah, I've heard it's very good. No, I haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, I've heard it's, it's excellent. Yeah definitely pick the right people but of course no, you know none of those things are as good as the other live action video game adaptation halo you know so when you're done with that bop over to halo watch john 117's butt cheeks all right um 
and a bunch of other things. Watch him get laid. Yo, some good shit. Let's go. Well, actually, yeah, that's kind of high. Does he get? Does he like? Does he do it in the suit? Does he have like a zipper? Just whip his dong out. Does he stay in the suit? No, he doesn't stay in the suit. Ever? Oh, Why on. doesn't he stay in the suit? <laughs> you should. He should always stay in the suit, man. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. What else have we got here? Tim, Warhammer Dark Tide? Yeah. Thing. <laughs> it's never going to be a thing. At least in my eyes now, because this shit's going to get overshadowed by so much other shit to the point where I don't think I'm going to have the time I want to play this game anymore. Um, which is a real shame. <laughs> a real, real shame. Yeah, and it also didn't come out with the kind of splash that we were hoping it would. And now no. I'm just kind of kind of a bit down on the game and it's going to be another one of these wait two years before it's really good and it's like jesus <laughs> yeah we don't need another sea of thieves come on could i just get a game now please <laughs> yeah um they really yeah they've screwed the pooch I, I think on this one they they have and i i think fat shark had a really good opportunity here to like you know make their warhammer series go kind of mainstream yeah uh and yeah, just kind of fucked it by the looks of it. You know, a lot of people have said that, you know, it is really good. It is really, really good, but there's not, you know, there's a lot, it's like, it's buggy. There's like some content kind of missing. Um, You know, the progression's just not good. And I remember Vermintide 2 when that came out, that had the same problem. Like it was a bit buggy. It was a bit unoptimized. The progression was just like a load of wank. Like, you know, it's like a 1% chance that you'd get a weapon that was a bit different from yours. And it's like, that is not good enough. Like, I don't know why these lessons haven't been learned yet. I don't know. Maybe they, mm. you know, maybe it's literally just a case of the game needed longer and more QA and all of that. Um, so it's mm. just irritating. And, you know, I've made a note here as well. They're like, man, like, Xbox are never working with Fat Shark again. The fact that they hyper prioritized PC and the game like dark tide has been pushed back and back and back for series x it's just yes stupid. yeah it's not like an s it's not a good um not a good start to their relationship um and yeah it will be uh it will be um muddy waters moving forward um for for them but you know hopefully they'll get their shit in order and yeah like you said uh, the, the game will be good eventually uh, i'm sure um, it's definitely got the bones there to be a great game um, and maybe I'll play it you know next year or something like that when my hype and everything else has died down from this year um, but it's it's going to take a lot to pull my attention away um, from some of the upcoming games uh, to play Dark Side. I have to admit yeah no, I'm in agreement okay I'm I think uh, Joaquin's got a good question here. What Xbox IP do you think should get a HBO adaptation? Go. You're watching The Last of Us. You're in the you're in the spirit of a of a sad dad TV Tomb show. Raider. Is Tomb Raider an Xbox IP? No, no, it's not. We got timed exclusivity on it, didn't we? Um, <laughs> that's right. Uh, God, I don't know. It's just not? there's so many. I I do think I do think I know everyone's going to say, it, but I do think Gears would be pretty good. 
I know that's going to be the first one that pops into a lot of people's head. Um, but for the lack of thinking of something else right now, um, mm-hmm. I think Gears would be a good one. I also think Fable could be kind of good, but it might be kind of dodgy with its CGI and stuff like that because it's a lot of high fantasy and stuff. But Fable could could be kind of good. Dishonored. I rest my case. Bleak fucking world is a plague. Everyone's dying. So I mean, that's what these a lot of these. Well, you know, if we're talking about the same, uh, you know, development crew as as uh, Chernobyl and Last of Us, that's what that's the next project. If they were going to give another one to them, like for sure, it would be like a, a story in the world of Dishonored. That'd be great. It would be pretty cool. Yeah, definitely wouldn't be a bad one. Yeah. This one is a great choice. Yeah, what would you choose, Joaquin? Give us your one. Yeah, yeah. We'll just sit here in silence and wait. <laughs> no, to no. Us. I was expecting you to move. <laughs> I'm <Anna>, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I will. I'll do that. Then. Blade. He said it says my man's got it. Yeah, my man's got it. Yeah, Hellblade would be great. God, that's why he asked us that question because he knew he had. Like the best one. Yeah, he had it, he had it locked. He yeah, he had it loaded and ready to go. Yeah, he knew he was going to trump us. Fucking snake. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about some Xbox revenue, some numbers, some dollar, some money that I'll never ever experience even a percentile of. Um, their gaming revenue is down 13%. Xbox content and services is down 12%. Xbox hardware revenue down 13%. First party and third party content declined. Game Pass subscribers uh, went up, actually. Oh wow! Incredible. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. What content no. and services what? were down, but Game Pass subscribers grew. Aren't they like kind of the same thing? I guess. I guess Xbox Live. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, I, I maybe. Don't you have yeah, to have I mean, Xbox I, I Live to have Games Pass? I don't think so. No, I think. I think ultimate bundles them together, but you could have Game Pass without live um, on just the base uh, tier. Yeah, okay. And you're still able to like download games and stuff. Okay. Yeah. What What do you think this tells us? Because I've got an idea. So this is obviously for last year, for 2022, the year that so many, you know, like cr- they cry at their bedside every night ab- about how that was such a, it was a plague on the gaming industry that Xbox even existed in the year 2022. But Game Pass, and obviously lots of things are down here, so let's not forget that. And, you know, given the lack of first-party releases, maybe that's not too surprising. Uh, but the Game Pass subscribers grew. Why do you think... Give me your interpretation of these numbers. Uh, well, Game Pass subscribers have grown just because of just the sheer value and variety that comes with Game Pass. Um, even if it's not first-party, there is just there's just so much in there from from third parties um and it's all it's all very mix max mix mitch match mix matched genres mitch so like it's just it's just a lot of loads of different types of genres in there and stuff that people wouldn't try and stuff like that and i think that that gives people um you know the sort of inspiration to just get like a you know, a month or two or to lock it down for six months or something like that to 
to just get this catalog of games they might have not normally tried um which is far cheaper than just buying like one first buy game you know from the store or, or from a, like a physical mm. copy or something like that so i think it, it just makes sense from just a, a value perspective that games pass grew um everything else is kind of surprising but... that it's gone down because you know with the whole ramp up of xbox building these ips and buying these studios and these games really <laughs> on everyone's radar now um and being very close to release you know and great sales on like series s and stuff like that um it's quite surprising that these have actually gone down you'd expect these would have gone up with anticipation of all of these games set to release in 2023 onwards but yeah but bear in mind this is over the whole year and like honestly i i'm i'm not all that surprised that gaming revenue and content and services have gone down because the optics around xbox were so bad last year and yeah there weren't any system sellers like this is the importance you know i i downplay it often but you know i i know of course i understand the importance of of what we call a system seller there there is a certain something you know a certain quality to a game that, that pulls you to a box for some people, I bet Hi-Fi Rush would do that. Like, seriously, you know, it, it's not an indie game. It's a sizable game for a Series S. You know, it's a low price point with Game Pass. I, I bet it could be. But, you know, it's, it's maybe still not hitting those big levels that, you know, you need a, a bigger game that's critical. You know, Starfield or something like that. I think Redfall could do that if it's received very well critically. Uh, maybe. I'm probably lying to myself because they never sell well. So, you know. Um, but that doesn't surprise me too much. I, I reckon... My interpretation is that, you know, given that everybody said that 20, Xbox 2022 was absolutely pants last year, and I think it clearly shows that the Game Pass, like you said, the Game Pass offering was actually still very good, which I've said countless times, you know, the amount of uh, amount of Game Pass games got nominated for Game of the Year um, in, you know, different categories. Um, we, we all saw that, and, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm regularly annoyed that people will just happily hand wave that, like, oh, it's not first party, though, is it? Okay, yeah. whatever goalpost counts, I guess. Um, the and, and the other angle to this is that, of course, Game Pass is no longer just Xbox. So you know, over the year, uh, maybe PC sales went up. You know, maybe you know, uh, Game Pass went onto more TVs. Maybe people, you know, more people got access to them. Yeah, to there. Um, X Cloud rolled out to more countries, things like that. You know, they're the just the yeah. low barrier of entry to Game Pass. I think helps that because that's like you can that's going to continue to reverberate. Um, Which also makes sense. Whichever screen hard, you're looking at, hardware sales might have dipped a little bit as well if people are playing Games Pass and Xbox titles on PCs, like with more accessibility <laughs> and and on their phones and stuff like that. You know, it makes sense why hardware's gone down a bit as well absolutely and and Joaquin makes a great point you know 2021 was a very good year for xbox i keep having this argument with people on twitter that like don't the people are literally like xbox hasn't had a good year since 2012 and it's like what the fuck are you talking about what the fuck are you talking about you know um it's not true <laughs> so yeah like of course by comparison 2022 was definitely well it was at an, you know in absolute terms it was still not a good year from the first party perspective but in mm. relative terms um it was worse in terms of first pie output. Um, and I, I guess I think that's a good point. Um, maybe because the accessibility to game pass is growing, the hardware is less desirable, but also it, I think it is a bit weird seeing hardware go down this early in the gen. Um, you know, 
he, I think maybe the increase in availability of the PS5 has probably hurt that a bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where there are people that sit on the fence and they get to make their choice and then God of War came out as well. You know, I think, you know, maybe there's some people tipping over the fence there as well. So overall, not like hyper surprising. That I, I would say the hardware revenue is a bit more surprising than I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. Um But and, and I guess maybe because the Series S is a cheaper model, maybe you know there's, there there is a bit of a less less revenue. You know, if that's if the Series S is really is catching traction in the same way that we expect it is. You know, it's the Series S is essentially the main console for this gen, and then all us hardcore guys have the Series X, and you know that would probably result in a revenue down, um, a revenue dip as well. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. lots of different reasons, but. Um, I don't, no alarm bells need to be need to be rung. Um, and if Xbox are going to continue on this trajectory that they've started on in 2023, I expect that will be changing. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I think we're probably on to our final story then, um, which is. It's ABK. There you go, Joaquin. Just for you. Saved it till last. Let's go. <laughs> um, if you're if you're talking about the same thing I'm talking about, uh, which is uh, that Frank Shaw, who's one of the communication managers, I think he's the communication manager over over at Microsoft, um, tweeted out uh, like a serious string of tweets. But you know, most pertinently, he said, "Quote: I hear Sony is briefing people in Brussels, claiming that Microsoft is unwilling to offer them parity for Call of Duty if we acquire Activision. Nothing could be further from the truth." Close quote. It's just time is a is a flat circle, <laughs> and I I want off. I need to. <laughs> I I need an escape strategy. <laughs> He's briefing people in Brussels, claiming Microsoft is unwilling to offer them parity for Call of Duty if we acquire Activision. It's 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 ridiculous. Like it's getting like, to the it, point of it, the it, boy who cried wolf at this point. I'm getting it is, sick of it, it. It was getting it was getting boring already when there were actual offers on the table, but now Sony's just literally it, Sony's literally going, nah. <laughs> like yeah. they're going to regulars and regulars are like, so you know, we um like uh, Microsoft were here last month and they were, they said that they've offered you parity and COD. And they're just like, no. No. Yeah. No, they haven't. Uh, what do you no, I seem what to you, recall what do you mean? in writing, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, that they offered like ten years or something of like guaranteed on your platform. Um, no, 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 no they no, didn't. No, I haven't, I haven't heard a peep. No, yeah, I haven't heard anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm happy living in the game while they're phones, phones. buzzing, yeah, <laughs> or anything, but yeah. Technically, I haven't heard anything. So technically, they haven't done it. That's yeah. reached my I ears. Do not see yeah. it. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, and obviously, yeah, like you know, it is quite a wild thing for for Frank, you know, for, for someone this high up in the organization to just tweet out, you know, like vent their frustrations. Well, you know, it's a PR move as well, but you know, just to be like 
they're, they're literally lying to regulators. Do you know what I mean? And there is scummery that goes on with these sort of deals and fucking politics and all sorts of bullshit, but it's just like, it's just, Sony's handling of this is so funny. It, it's not funny, it's painful, but you know what I mean? It, it's painful from all angles for everyone here. Microsoft have said, said, said some equally dumb shit as well. Yeah. Um, it, this is just the next dumb shit and the dumb fucking acquisition <laughs> that we're all fucking done with. <laughs> I, yeah, genuinely. I'm so, I'm so done. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, I just, I just feel like it, it just keeps going round in circles and just like, it just keeps coming <laughs> yeah, back to it. the same point. And it's just like, I don't know, it's like an expiry day on some of these statements. <laughs> well, there, there is an expiry date on the deal and that's kind of like what everyone is speculating at the, um, They're stalling. FTC and Sony are. Uh, stalling yeah because there is an expiry date in the sense that if it doesn't if it doesn't finish by i think june which was their like predicted date uh microsoft will get fined like three billion so you know there are there are times this has happened where the uh, acquirer has just dropped the deal they've just been like fuck this like we're not going to take a three bill loss um just for no because you know for the same reason and so there's a they could just chomp it and then keep going ahead with the deal um but it just depends i think this is just the pressure that they're up against really so lame such a lame tactic dude if that's what they're doing it is it is and it's like you know every time we hear about well i mean not anymore now it's like boring stuff but you know in the early days it was like don't worry guys called up sony myself told them three years on us don't worry about it parity no exclusive content it's like okay cool a week later okay you're not happy with that don't worry i'll up it 10 years bang can't say no nothing wrong with that no, not happy with that next week goes by i'll tell you what guys we'll put it on steam we'll put it on switch everybody gets a call of duty do you know what i mean yeah. and then it's like a month goes by and it's like sony's sony's saying we're not even offering it they're not offering it at all <laughs> like, yeah like, what? yeah Why i mean to it... hear this again yeah <laughs> i've been here i swear to god like yeah it does it feels a bit groundhog day-ish doesn't it um yeah it's it's just a straight up lie like i just don't there's nothing else to it, it, it it's a it's a lie that's like yeah just being used to just stall i think um yeah I, i'm just I'm kind of done with it. There's not really much more I want to say on it. I mean, everyone knows that it's just, it's false, everything he's saying um, and they're saying. So it's just, yeah, there's <laughs> not really much more to say on the matter, really. No, I don't know what you say. And, you know, I think it's actually like to tie this back to something that's actually worth talking about and, you know, doesn't make my skin peel on the spot is that like, I think this kind of works with like, if there are more unannounced games, like I, I think, I think this whole fucking shenanigan ups the odds of there being unannounced games that are like nearly ready to go or ready to go. Because, you know, we spoke about this before a lot of Sony and uh, Xbox kind of holding back at the moment a little bit while this is all going on. I think this, you know, they don't want to have like an eight month lead up to a really busy end of the year because it looks mm. bad for them. But to Shadow Drop games, you know, they kind of, of course, they get good at, you know, it gets good PR in the news cycle and everything. Oh, um, but 
it, they escape that kind of optics of like, wow, you look like you've got busy. You're doing pretty well with that Bethesda acquisition, aren't you? Yeah. Wow, looking pretty um, stacked over there. That chip pile was quite high. <laughs> you really need this. Do you really need this ABK? <laughs> yeah, you have to. You've got to get on your tiptoes just to have a look. Get a look at your forehead over that chip st- that chip stack. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I don't. It, it, I think it, it kind of falls into that broader strategy. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, I still think I'm right. You know. What? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> What's this in reference to? Hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's just let's just hit the hit the bell. Let's get off it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're gonna go on about your three Bethesda games again. I was, yeah, I was gonna go on about it again. It's just, it's just that no one's talking about it, man. And I connected these dots months ago, and I swear to God, nobody else is talking about it. DM skill, and then it's gonna happen. It's going to happen, and then somebody else, like, fucking, I don't know, the skill-up's going to be like, oh, I bet this other, these other two unannounced games are something secret from Xbox, and everyone's going to chime in and be like, wow, like, good job, like, good uh, detective skills, and little old me's here with seven views on the board. Do you know what I mean? Joaquin, man on my right hand, my right wing, right shoulder, <laughs> the devil in my ear, Yeah, is bear witness. <laughs> Bear's, it's son, please. I need to go. Yeah, we are jingling right now. <laughs> this oh, whole rant. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought I just had to keep going until I got no, the go ahead. This whole rant's been jingled. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Sony lying to the commission? Sorry, just doing my fucking timestamps. <laughs> yeah, good to, uh, um, good to see you too, Joaquin. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in, buddy. The Marmite Boys, I like it. <laughs> no, I quite like it as well, actually, to be fair. The Marmite Marsupials. There might be a Marmite. Is that a monkey? Is a marsupial a monkey? I don't know, it's something like that. I think it is. Marsupial meaning is a mammal. A mammal of an order whose members are born incompletely developed and are typically carried in a pouch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it's us. (laughs) The Marmite marsupials. Yeah. Can't wait to be carried in your pouch. Get in there. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind the scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.